Welcome to the Kawartha Small Business Podcast, where we believe the Kawarthas can be the most thriving region in Canada for small businesses. I'm Brian Rump from Profit Coach. And I'm Matt Garrity of Matt G Digital. And we're recording from the Thrive Podcast Studio at Thrive Coworking Community at 18 Kent Street West in downtown Lindsay. And uh, we are talking about starting strong. So we're right in uh, 2023 and thought we would do a quick episode of how do we start the year strong? Because I think um, we go through New Year's resolution mode, we wrap up the year, typically businesses, you know, even if we're really busy in sort of the Christmas season, we slow down our future thinking, you know, it's a fun time of year. And then uh, I hear conversations a lot of in January, people are like, oh, you know, I really should like plan more for the year. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, get back to, you know, thinking about my business we create new personal goals. So it's that optimistic time, uh, but we're not always prepared to start it strong. Speaking of unprepared, I thought we were talking about starting point at this whole time that we oh, were nice. sitting here upside down. I'm like, oh, oh we're, we're talking about starting notes. point. And I'm like thinking of some stuff to say. So this is somewhat better. Um, and in typical prepared fashion, I think last year, like we went to do our retreat in October. Right. And like, we did like a lot of cool stuff um, talking about plans and I've got that binder still of post-its and all that kind of stuff. Um, What I'm trying to get at is I'm not prepared this year and I am guilty of what I may be critical of on this podcast at least is like, people that are planning <laughs> on that person this year. I, th- that I think into you're, you, yeah, I think you're planned more than you think you are. Sure. And I think you, you're ready to start strong. You might not have all the exact pieces together and as strong as we you know, maybe would like. Um, but that's also why we're talking about this. So like, how do we change that a little bit? So, you know, I think, you know, January can become sort of a planning month, but what we don't want to see, and I see it all the time, is like, well, January I'm going to, you know, plan, and this year is going to be different. And then January happens, February happens, March happens, the spring gets busy. Then it's like, well, it's summer. And I think a lot of people just end up on these loops of like, oh, I'll get to it soon, right? Or I got to. You know, I hear it all the time. Well, my next few weeks is busy, and then I'm going to have some time yeah. to do this. So uh, that's always going to happen as a business owner. There's always something. So I think, you know, there's some ways to, like, kind of bust that cycle a bit and just find a way to start strong. Time flies. And, like, we're recording and talking about this, listening to this podcast in January, probably at the beginning of the year. In my head, I feel like it's the summer. Like we've already like it's six months into the year. I've already missed half of the year. Just the way things fly so quickly. Um, I would like to slow it down and start planning accordingly. And like I think it's maybe different. Like you say, I'm very planned and I've got all this stuff because we do weekly check ins and I text you nonsense all the time. But I do think it's valuable again to sit down, write the stuff down. 
uh, last year I, I took it from a notebook and then I put it electronically into a document. And then I found the thing that helps me a lot is it's fine to have a goal or whether it's lofty or not, but it might just be one thing. You're like, okay, I want to make X amount of revenue. And then you turn around at the end of the year, like, oh man, I'm not even close to that. Or I burned through that. Or how did I get to that point if I did hit that number? So what I did last year was I set up a bunch of milestones along the way. So, okay, if I want to make this amount of revenue or all these other goals or whatever, like how do I get there? And I had a bunch of milestones, like check, and they weren't even financial. Like it was like, I need to do this. It was all marketing stuff. Yeah. Like I needed to do this part of marketing. I need to do that and all these different things. Um, and that was super useful because I was able to task those out or like put a due date on them. And frankly, some of them kept being pushed and moved and all that kind of stuff. And then at the end of the year, um, in the last month, like 30 days, I've been thinking like, I didn't accomplish anything that I wanted. And I don't even know if that's true. I don't know what my revenue is. Uh, maybe I should check better or closer <laughs> to that. Um, but I looked at the milestones and I like completed more than half of them. And I was like, that was actually like quite a bit of work <laughs> to get it's through. A lot. And this is, this is really neat how the conversation is going. Cause one of my observations from you to you know start foundationally i think writing it down is important you're someone who doesn't like writing things down so i like bought you a nice notebook and made you write it down and there would be times where you're like oh i wrote this thing down then i totally forgot about it and then you would like jump on it and throw some activity or resources at it so it never goes perfect mm-hmm. where you're like oh i do all of these things because like my last year, like I call it my theme for the overall year is failure. I have some giant, in a way I would call failures, but at the same time, uh, crazy sort of transformation and renewal. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, a lot of stuff kind of worked out mm-hmm. and I'm in a better position to like, you know, start strong and move in to the next year. But, you know, writing things down physically helps, like it helps our brain we can go back to them. We can be like, oh, look at this thing I wrote down when I was like all hyped up at this point and just following those things or being like, oh, I forgot about this. I meant to do this more. And then you get into your calendar right away to like start doing those things. Yeah, a list or even if you're taking your goals. And I think the biggest thing I've done in the last couple of years still from that's been a benefit to the success of me is project management software and it doesn't need to be big and expensive and fancy but i have a goal or i'm like okay i need to do this i need to accomplish this and i make the joke like if it's not in this project management software it doesn't exist and i think people can relate to that because like everyone's like oh yeah i want to do this i want to do that or i thought about this it's a fleeting memory right it's gone (laughs) you know we used a tool that's a free tool that dan sullivan put out we downloaded one of his freebies called the impact filter Mm. and uh, i think we both used it a little bit but like in strategic coach they have a saying like no filter no project yeah so it's like and managing your ideas Mm -hmm. i think as an entrepreneur is like one of the hardest things to do like Mm -hmm. sure and i think there's also the culture of it's okay to drop ideas like you and i have eight million ideas all the time yeah and i think that's good and part of the process but until you 
make it real. It's just an idea. So, you know, for you filtering it into the project management software, because you have so much going on, it's like, it's in here. Now it's a real thing. So it's like, that's how, again, starting strong, hitting those goals is doing that, Um, getting into the game. Because if it's not working, you can also cancel it. Yeah, I find it very calming actually to write it down or I add it now electronically, for instance, to like project management software or to a document. My mind was racing yesterday afternoon, late afternoon with a couple different things and like just out of nowhere and in a way was frustrating. And I think business owners can appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Where you're like, it's a Sunday afternoon. I'm trying to like hang out with my kids and do all this. And like, I couldn't stay focused on then I couldn't be present. My mind was just going. So then I started getting on my phone, like writing these notes down. Obviously then you kind of look like absent dad because I'm on my phone or like, I'm trying to like walk around the corner to write these ideas down or whatever. (laughs) But I also found it very common because I find it very stressful when you're like, Oh, this is a really good idea. I don't want to keep this idea. And I just thought of something already now that I thought of last night. I was like, Oh, that was a good idea. I hope I write this down. Um, No, I did. Anyways, um, I find it stressful when you have an idea and you don't write it down because you're like, how are you going to remember that? You're not going to remember that. And that's stressful. Like it's calming to write those ideas down like and plan accordingly. I have uh, notebooks like kind of all over my house and uh, um, just will write stuff down. I used to not. Now I do a bit more. And then every maybe twice a year, I'll kind of round them up. And kind of go through them and like I found gold. I'm like, oh yeah, I totally forgot about this. Like and I write it down or it's 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 also fascinating, yeah, look at old goals and be like, oh, this turned into this and like now I'm here. So, you know, the biggest thing to starting strong, I think, is one is just writing it down mm-hmm. and not overthinking it. I think it's nice to have milestones or like know what the moving pieces are to meet it. But you could just write down, like, I want to make a million dollars this year. And like, a million dollars? Why not 10 million? Why not? Because I'm weak. <laughs> so, like, why not 100 million? Why, why not? Right. Um, and again, writing it down and being like, challenging yourself like that, it's like, if I want to make 100 million and I'm going to go all out, like, then I need to put maybe a few more, uh, like, bits and pieces together of like how is that even possible like to start strong yeah. right um but the this top step is just picking those goals you know i'll loop in some donald miller content and business made simple we look at trying to form your business around three economic priorities mm-hmm. not five pages of goals or eight thousand things because i think there's some um people that encourage you to create like too many goals and then they encourage you to start like strong out of the gate where you're just hustling like every day, all day. And and that's not what we're talking about either, but the alternative isn't nothing, right? It's like, think of three and you might not even need three. Like I remember one time using a structure or process. I won't get too much detail, um, but it was you had to have three goals and then each goal had to have like three milestones or benefits. And it was like every goal ended up having like three, six, nine, like 
12, 14 different. It's like you break it down oh, a million so ways. so dumb. And then those are destined to fail. It's so much work. Yeah. So like, I, yeah, like you said, like write it down for people. So thinking of most business owners are kind of scattered and they're running around and like just writing them down is a great idea. I always think about milestones because like I think my brain does think about logistics and processes really well. I do think I'm really good at that. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. Here's, here's what we have to do. Someone will come to me with an idea and I've like already kind of planned it out. And unfortunately I've thought of the problems right away. Yeah. Right. Not like it's not going to work, but like logistically I can piece together how we get there really quickly. So that's why I go to that place. I'm like, okay, if those are the goals, like how do I get there? So I can like put together like the milestones and plans along the way. But if you're a business owner that like, maybe that's not your skill set or something that you're not great at, just writing it down. So like I've got three goals written down and they're not even really goals. I guess they're more ideas taking like the Dan Sullivan um, framework you're talking about. So it's got, it's not even a goal, but it's just like, it's just a revenue generating activity. To me, that means if I'm not doing something that's revenue generating activity, I need to stop doing it. Yeah. I need somebody else to do it. And that's like the hardest that's a goal thing too, to do. So that's what's neat too. Again, um, you know, we're talking about starting strong, but thinking about, you know, what, how do you want to spend your time? So if it's like my goal this year is to not mess around too much or you're established more now. So Maddie G Digital is, I forget how many years old. Four years on Four February years. 1st, 2023. So when you're starting out a business, there's going to be three or four years where you are just a little bit more chaos. You're trying things. That's okay. I think a lot of people, this is another conversation for another time, put so much stress into trying to get it right first that they mix up on a lot of stuff. So you're going to burn a lot of time. You're going to fiddle around with things that don't work, aren't profitable. By the time you're at the, you know, you're at the four year mark pretty much where now you can focus more or you know what are the activities you need to be doing. And so you can set a goal like not burning as much time on things that don't. Yeah. So now you can have that filter of, okay, if I catch myself doing this, either I cancel it or I delegate it, right? Because you know your prime money-making activities and what they are. So you could have a goal where maybe your goal isn't even like, hey, I want a million dollars. It's I want to spend this much time doing these primary things. And now you have the confidence to know that, you know, the money goal will take care of itself if you're focusing on what's making you the most money. That's a good. That's another way to start strong too. Is like just containing yourself in those boundaries. Yeah, and it is funny. Um, Yeah, you do think so often that that goals are monetary, and you okay. I want to make X amount of revenue, but sometimes just like, how do I get out of the weeds? Yeah, and like, will I ever be out of the weeds? It feels like you're in the weeds all the time, but if you actually think about it right now, and you've been actively working towards it. Like I have been, it's not that bad. It's not as bad as it was two years ago. Even mean different things to different people. One of my observations, and I get why I tell people to work with you, 
you're not stuck in the weeds mm. as much. You don't have, you know, you're never pulling an all-nighter to meet a deadline. Like I've talked to lots of people in marketing and sometimes the whole like thing they talk about is like, oh, we got our, you know, caffeine drinks and we're, you know, got to pull an all-nighter to meet this deadline. And like as a client, that makes me panic. I hate that. And yeah. you don't do that. It's like no. some people I think get frustrated if they don't think you're panicking or they want you to do everything all at once in the first two weeks you know them. But as a system of like things repeating, it's like, you know, yes, you may have little mistakes here and there, but you're not like rushing to like complete something. It's like, oh, maybe we hit the wrong thing on the scheduling. So then you just go change it and it happens versus like, uh oh, we forgot to do that. Let's do a month of work in the next 20 minutes because yeah. like some businesses run on that all the time and and you know, you're always going to feel like you're in the weeds managing stuff, but make it not panic in the weeds. <laughs> like True. I think about how often I talk to people on the team, like contractors and freelancers. And when I first started with Kristen, like three and a half years ago, we were texting each other every day, multiple times a day. She'd be like, what is this? What are we doing? When's it due? When's that due again? And like constantly. And then I introduced project management software, Trello, which is good, I guess. It didn't work for me, but it's like very It's well really, known. yeah. it's a great tool for what it's good at. So it's like yeah. finding the right tool sometimes is like. Yeah, we outgrew it very fast. Uh, and then we moved to Asana and then we joked, we like stopped talking to each other. And she texted me the other day, even it was like, what's new with you? Like we never talk anymore, but like there's a constant flow of work being done. Yeah by both of us and like both of us pushing this stuff along. Um, and yeah, it's just fascinating to think about, like you said, am I in the weeds? Like, yeah. But if you actually think back and where you've come from, if that was a goal, um, like you'll get there. If yeah. you're actively thinking about these things and maybe this is going to veer off into mindset conversation and all that stuff. But like, I think if you're a business owner that is actively thinking about how to improve and not just like, how do I make more money? How do I make ends meet today? How do I actually improve holistically? Like, how do I improve my marketing? How do I improve my processes? How do I find better people? Then I think you're going to get there. Like the revenue will kind of work itself out. And I've found that this year where it's been really tough professionally, financially with the opening of a massive investment and focused a lot of energy on managing digital marketing and literally focused attention on like better work, better processes, better planning, which is honestly paying dividends now uh, for, from that perspective of like not thinking about like, okay, we need to make up this gap financially. It's more of like, how do we just do better work yeah. and like focusing on that? And it's worked out long-term um, with like a couple new big accounts that aren't going anywhere. Um, another company that's frankly somewhat hired me in a way and like, they're not going anywhere just because I provide good quality work and like focusing on that, not just like, okay, how do I 
hustle and scramble. And I did hustle yeah. and scramble in the summer, like June, July, August, July. Yeah, sometimes there's hustle seasons, right? It was, it was sales season. And like we got there and then there was like a dip and now like it's okay and it's still tough, but focusing on like those core values of like, okay, I'm not going to just piece this together and do some lousy work to make ends meet and beg for money. I'm still going to do things the way that they're going to work out long-term with. Yeah. And I think I didn't really intend this when I talked starting strong, but if we think about the word strong, doesn't mean fast necessarily. Sure. It really means strong. And sometimes, you know, strong is being slow and steady, standing your ground, you know, so it's doing what you need to do to start strong, not necessarily like fast. So instead of being like, yeah, here's the 8,000 things I need to do tomorrow. And, you know, I, a lot of people are like, oh, it's the new year. I got, I'm going to start hustling. And they just blast out, you know, doing everything. But if it doesn't have a strong foundation, it's not really starting strong. You know what I just thought about was I think going into this year, my goal um, weight for deadlifts was 250 pounds. And maybe one day I will listen back on this episode and laugh because that's way less than I used to be able to do. Um, or there's probably people laughing now like that's not a lot but my goal going into this year was 250 pounds and I was like I don't know how I'm going to get there this year's been really tough for me to string together consistency of going to the gym I hit that today I wasn't even like really I didn't think about that until right now I hit 255 today oh wow that's awesome Um, and I had I haven't done heavy deadlifts in a couple months um, and I like went into the day cause I don't love going to the gym on Monday mornings anymore. Cause I find I want to stay up a little bit later on Sunday. I'm not ready to go to bed, but like I, I, I cherry picked this workout in a positive way. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and it was just like a whole day of doing deadlifts and I'm like, sweet, I'm going to that. And I'm like, I don't know how this is going to go. It's going to be really heavy. I got to 255 and like, that was, Hey, I want to do this and slowly build it towards it. Yeah the whole time I wasn't gonna be able to start January 1st of last year and just like try to lift 250 I think in February or March I got to 225 um during that open workout where I was and I never lifted that before I never like lifted 200 pounds I don't think before it's really cool there's a lot of analogies between I think fitness and business and how to get to a goal because I think a thing I think about all the time and we both work out with uh, Carbon Heights and Kansas and I think the programming there is really good and you kind of like get surprised by goals because it's not like oh hey I want to lift 250 pounds I'm just going to every week you know add a pound to it or like keep doing it and keep practicing it it's like you do other things that contribute to that strength so then you come back to that and you're like, oh, I can now suddenly I'm stronger and I can do more. Yeah. I think business is kind of the same. Like, you know, January 1st, you write down your number. Yeah. And like, it's not easy to necessarily get there. And there's all sorts of different activities that sort of make you better to be able to get there. Or, you know, you start with like just a random goal you're throwing out there. True. Um, and then you might get there. But now you're in a stronger position to be able to make 
sort of better sort of goals. Yeah, for sure. I didn't even max out. I could have done more. Um, it was my first time using tape on my thumbs. Oh, have you ever done that? Only recently, and it's yeah. like life-changing. It was huge. I realized that my uh, delicate skin on my thumbs is like what's holding me yeah. back. I think a couple months ago, back in the summer, we were doing we're building towards this and it was the one that's actually in the app showing the previous one where my hands were slipping. And then someone's like, it's your thumbs or your thumbs are weak. So I put chalk on for the first time and it was super beneficial, but it like slips, still slipped. But this, like with the tape and the chalk today, I was like, I still got more in me. Now my goal, I'll say it out loud now is like, I'm going to hit 300 pounds next year, which I'll be pretty excited about. And like, there's no way I will try that tomorrow or next week, but I bet you a year from now talking, it'll be like, oh yeah, I want to hit 300 pounds and I did it, which yeah. I think is pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Same with business. So yeah. Start out strong, you know, show up regularly. Yes. is kind of like a thing that, you know, that helps you do that. So it's similar in business and uh, yeah, I think starting strong, I'm going to steal the final thought for today is know that it's not hustle. It's not Mm. punishing yourself. It's really thinking about your business. Writing things down is important and, you know, creating those goals and just don't let it slip away to, you know, next month or next month or, you know, you, you just, you know, get in there and, you know, start strong and uh, you're going to have a great year. So if you want to talk more about your upcoming year, we'd love to do that. We'd love to have you on the show. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, uh, you can reach out to us at setitup at Podcast.ca.